yo, we have to talk about how do we, number one, and I feel like it starts in a very personal way, how do we get the courage to finally share our story, right? And, and it could be a personal story. Again, it could be a professional brand story, whatever it is. But rather than rushing to the quick professional things or the professional terms that everybody talks about, yo, how do we muscle up the courage to say, okay, I know that stuff is important, right. but let me tell you the truth that I stand on. Let me kind of muscle up the courage to just put myself out there and say, why is it that I'm choosing to stand for this type of information or for these types of principles or for this way of doing things, right? What's that story? So I want to start there. And then I want us to kind of talk a little bit about maybe some best practices or guide the people who are tuning in. If you're launching a brand, have launched a brand, haven't really captivated or put your story out there to the marketplace, how do you maybe pull your story together in a way that makes sense so people who that are, you know, tuning in, they're rocking with it, they're getting an understanding of what it's about. So yeah, that's how we came about, man. So I was curious, like, yo, how do we get and help people to muscle up the courage? to at first, just number one, stand up and turn the camera on and start sharing their story a little bit. It's hard to instantly think about that there is a really deeper meaning to why you have to tell your story, right? Mm. Um, you don't instantly get there. Like we eventually know that, but when we're finally creating brands and we understand we have to be out there a little bit more, it it goes more towards feeling comfortable with yourself and understanding who you are first and foremost. Like, this is where possibly talking in front of the mirror, though that may seem a little bit funny, right? Um, a little bit uncomfortable. What is the point of that, right? But I always say it's really you and the and the phone it's you and the camera it's really not anybody else and the only way you can feel comfortable telling your story especially from an online standpoint is feeling comfortable talking to yourself there's no other way right if you're not comfortable looking in the mirror and saying who you are giving um, your perspective on things, uh, being a little bit vulnerable and transparent is going to be hard to press publish. It's going to be hard to press live, right? It's, it starts with your room. It starts with your mirror. And it starts with really self-reflecting who you are and what you really want to be you know, you want to put out to, to the world. When that yeah. gets done, then you, we could talk about the whole, all right, you know, this is done for a bigger purpose. This is bigger than me. I'm supposed to tell this story because this is supposed to help others and get them to new levels. Absolutely. That's the very cliche thing. But yeah. if we don't know how to speak to ourselves, we can't talk to Talk to the phone because that's, yeah. that's the only one we're talking to is is the phone. We're not talking to anybody else, really. They just happen yeah, yeah, to yeah. see it. Right. Yeah, no, that's so real because I remember when I first started, like anything related to talking to the phone, 
I realized that the practice itself, and and by the way, when and the beautiful thing is a shout out to Game Changers and Kent to CJ and everyone on that end, because when I started, I started in that program, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they told us to do was make a 10-minute video about your story, publish it to YouTube unlisted. So like that's a little secret weapon that 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 YouTube has as a feature that you can publish something online. You're still going through all of the steps that you normally would go through when you have to publish content. But if you're a little bit afraid, you this is your first time, you, you, you need somewhere to practice and you don't want to maybe go through the embarrassment or, or just simply put it out there if it's not your best work yet, which by the way, just as a side note, if, if that is something that you're thinking about, you will never feel like it's your best work. I too today, I, I today, uh, five, six, seven years later, I'm like, damn, that sucked. <laughs> that was pretty bad. I could have done better. Like every time, I don't know that I've ever done something. I'm like, yeah, wow, that was the best I could have ever done. I always feel like I could do better. So just just a reminder to you listening, man, like you're always going to feel that. And it's simply because you care. Like that's normal. But don't let it, let don't let that reason or that become an excuse in your mind to say, oh yeah, see, that's why I shouldn't be putting my stuff out. You see, that's why I'm not going to share my story or I'm not going to put it out online. But uh, just to back to my original point, we were posting it unlisted. So we were going through all the motions of what it takes to put it out online, but not having to respond to the social pressure. The best part about that though, and I think that's a little bit of what you're speaking to, it helped me organize my thoughts and my story as to what points do I really want to share? Because especially when you're telling someone like, hey, gain the courage to tell your personal story, you start to think like, well, okay, I've been alive for about 36. So this happened to me at two. And then, (laughs) you know, it's like, bro, we don't want the, the chronological order of what happened in your life story. You know, we want the abbreviated version of it. So when you start to think about, okay, what are the most impactful events or moments in my life that have shaped who I am, that have shaped my belief system and my outlook on the world and the things that I want to speak to. But yeah, it, it helps to figure out and you should be thinking about as you're going through this process, no matter how much you've told your story, by the way, I think this is always great practice. Go back through and really think about what events in my life, what experiences shaped, shaped my belief system to be as strong about the things that I care about today throughout that story. So those are usually the one, two or three things that you'll start you know, hitting on to speak about and share it. Now, the second piece, and this is where I'd like for you to kind of add some pieces in it to, to Nick's, which is how do you, when you, when you develop that muscle or develop that courage, how do you now start sharing the story with other people in mind? Because, you know, like, of course, we believe on the importance of community. A lot of what we do is built around community. There's a community element in almost everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it from a, a scientific standpoint, a psychology standpoint, at the end of the day, people connect with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's something about the person that you're attracted or connected to. You like the way they think. You like the way they talk. You like the way they dress. There's something that you're attracted to that says, Oh, I want to tune in a little bit more. So you can't get to community or building a community if you don't ever start at the first level of saying, okay, how do I start sharing in a way where my story 
allows people to see themselves in in what I'm saying, right? It's almost like a movie. And I, I've always joked around. I said, yo, humans are the most selfish people on planet Earth because whenever they're watching a movie, they're not looking at the actor and saying, wow, yo, Denzel is so sweet. They're looking at Denzel and they're thinking about how would I respond in Denzel's shoes? Mm -hmm. Like you're comparing yourself to the character. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's part of storytelling. You have to be able to get to a point where you tell your story and you're allowing others to see themselves in your experience. So talk about maybe just some of the, the ways to connect to people. Uh, because I and, I, and the crazy thing is like, I watch your lives and I'm like, yeah, you do a phenomenal job of that because you really talk to the biggest insecurities or worries that people have about content and social media. That is it. I feel like every single version of your life that you've been doing for three, four, five years is literally a remix of those two things. And it's like people connect with it. And now you look up, you know what I'm saying? You got nearly a hundred people on or a hundred plus. And it's because of that. So talk about just like how you're able to bring people's desires or worries into your content so that they're like, yo, I connect with Nikki. I want to listen. Even if I listen to the first three, four, five, four lives she did this week, I'm still tapping in. It goes with not speaking about you and speaking about their problems and their pain points, right? It's even if we've dealt with it, we can't lead with that first. And sometimes like we, because we're speaking, some of us are speaking on the issues or the pain points that we had, and that's how we're helping and and creating a brand, we can't lead with that because the second it sounds like we're talking about ourselves, they're checked out. Yeah. Right? So this is where you you have to understand when you're speaking about your your story, what part of the story helps solve um a pain point in your audience. And and this is understanding once again understanding your audience and understanding their pain points and what they need based off being like watching your content and watching your lives and subscribing to the podcast and things like that. Why are they here? And speak on why are they here? Then you can add more of like your experience and things like that talk a little bit more about you after that point but they need to know first and foremost you're there for them and you're speaking to them not speaking trying to sound like i'm bigger than thou and i've done it and i'm here to tell you what i did like you you actually belittle people by speaking about you all the time. Yeah. Sounds self-centered. So it, it it really goes off leading off by talking to them, doing certain trigger words that is only for your audience and speaking to them like, okay, you may be feeling this way. You may have went through this. You may have had a bad day. And if you have, you know, this is where those engagement questions come in. Yo, let us know in the comments, let, you know, 
type in an emoji, some some like that, get getting them engaged, and you're like, okay, this is for me. And then going into the story a little bit more, and, and that that normally helps because you just got to lead with the audience first. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I definitely liked our conversation. You know, and we're we're kind of doing this with the podcast now, right? We're like, mm-hmm. okay, how do we start really mixing in our stories? into what the podcast has been about or, you know, the things that we represent. And we, we like used it loosely, but I've been playing with the term while I'm speaking with other people and I'm like, oh yeah, we're, we're like, I feel like I'm a misfit or I'm a middle child, right? It's like, I'm the one who is too much of one thing to be that and too little of that to be the other thing. You know, like, and for those of us, especially if you say your parents are first generation here or you're a mixed child, right? You usually gravitate, like you're, you're both, like in your mind, you feel like you belong to both cultures. You're like, yo, it's me. <laughs> I can't split myself in half. It's me. But people of that community, especially who are, say, 100%, and in my case, I'll just say 100% Muslim or, well, you can't be not anything less than 100% Muslim, forgive me, 100% Egyptian, like you are actually growing up in Egypt and will always look at me as the foreigner. It's like, yo, that's the American kid. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, but I'm Egyptian, though. Like, I speak Arabic as a matter of fact. Like, like, I can't. This is my whole like this is me like legit like it's me hey <laughs> but but you start thinking to yourself it's like well dang i'm too american to be egyptian mm-hmm. and too egyptian to be american and it's like because then you get the same response in america it's like well nah you're not from here right. like look like your name is what <laughs> so right. i started playing around with the word and saying oh misfits and i remember carl responded to it he was like well not to be funny like you that's me, you know, the kid from Barbados. And I'm like, man, a lot of people fall into that category of misfits or they're not, they don't feel like they belong to one particular culture because they're of two parts. Right. So just to kind of add on to what you're saying, it's like, yo, it, it really is. You can think of the bigger, broader themes that people experience that are in line with what you're saying so that people can say, oh, that that that's the part that they're going to latch on to. So you'll be surprised that we think, for example, when we're speaking, especially if you speak in front of live audiences, that when people are not nodding their heads or they're in tune with everything you're saying, sometimes you'll kind of start getting a little insecure, like, man, do I suck? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I speaking good? But it's like, no, people are imagining themselves or like connecting to some part of what you're saying and they're not thinking about you. Like you are just, you're just a vehicle. Like <laughs> you're just a messenger. It's, it's nothing about you anymore. That so, only happened to you in MetaSuite. Oh, legit, legit. I was mad confused in MetaSuite. I was like, yo, is anybody out there? <laughs> yeah, we're a whole bunch of cartoons. Real, yeah, real quick uh, for people who are like, what is the MetaSuite? So um, we have a mastermind in literally in the MetaSuite and Moose was one of the, the guest speakers and the crazy thing is that everybody is um is muted right everybody's muted in respects of him talking and everything and then when he was like all right ask me questions ain't nobody really asked because and i got and i, I forgot there was this video that i wanted to share with you 
from mm -hmm. like some feedback. They're like, yo, we were processing. Like mm -hmm. it was great. It is exactly what we needed. It was on time. It was amazing. I, I was processing like yeah, yeah. all day. I was like, yeah. oh, all right, you got it, you got it. But Mo Moose yeah. was like, uh, come on, like you're part right. of Nikki's group. Why are you not talking? Are you not like talking? what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're gonna have people standing on the tables. I'm thinking like it's gonna be the rowdiest classroom. No, we have, yeah, we have introverts. <laughs> we have yeah. pure introverts. It's really dope, uh, though. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm saying like definitely for for, and then like you said, that was a perfect example of that you can start to think about yourself as good, bad, whatever, when in reality, again, because people's natural styles, and that doesn't make them bad people. Like I said, we all do it when we're in that seat. We're thinking about ourselves through what somebody's saying and we're not making it about them. So it's like, there's no need. And, and that's why I even wrote in our email, like we, we think like, oh, I gotta speak that way about all the stuff that I've done because that makes me credible right. where if you can just still deliver value and again, help people see themselves in your story, they're going to get value regardless of the fact, which is, is super important. So jumping on to now, let's say a professional piece or a branding piece, a business piece, how do we bring or infuse the stories into that? Because again, I think like, I believe probably over the last two or three years, so much emphasis was put on that I help statements. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, I help people do this. Or, and then it's like, you started seeing bios literally transform to help, 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 help. Yeah. That it, it focused on the what and not so much the why, right? Mm -hmm. And again, I think of why as the story. So it's like, how, how would you now start to think about, okay, I know my personal story, do I use my personal story as some form of bridge for what my brand story is or what my business mission is? Or is it something entirely different based on the problem or maybe and or like a little bit of both? It's literally a story, right? Who is your main character? Who is your villain? Um, who's guiding them through the journey? What is the transformation? Right. Um, and or the, you know, the success that you get out of it. At the end of the day, that deals with who, that deals with what, and that deals with a how. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's not just focusing on the what, it's not focusing on the why, it's not, it's not focusing on one thing. We need to address who this is for what they may be dealing with, how they're going to get through it, and what can they expect at the end. So they see a complete um, a complete vibe with you instead of assuming, is this for me? Or is this what you're going to do? Or is this what I could possibly get if I deal with your brand? If you can come up with a brand story and, and normally the main character is going to be your audience. The pain points is going to be the villain. The guide is going to be you because you're the one that's taking them to the next level, right? You're going to explain the journey that they're going through, right? How do you get them from zero to 100? And then what is the transformation 
Um, what are the results that they get based off dealing with you? And in in between the journey, then your story can come along, right? Yeah. It's not going to necessarily be the focus, but it's a, it's your your personal experience is going to be more of a tool to get them to their transformation. Yeah. So if you know how to use it correctly, then it's only going to hype the person up and uh, accelerate them even more than necessarily making it, this is what my life is and you're just gonna love my life and you're gonna learn from my life. They will, but in the right time. <laughs> you, you still have to make your brand about them first, even though you created it based off what you've done or what you studied and things like that, but it still is a customer-based situation, consumer-based situation still. So if you can figure those things out, then normally you, you're good in all levels when it comes to a brand story. <laughs>